Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. The bigger the problem, the bigger the project, the more it's calling for you to go on a journey, go on an adventure. And so in business is probably the place where it's most missionized. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. I want to acknowledge that this is the 200th episode of this podcast, and thank you so much for listening. I love hearing from my listeners, so please drop me a line and or leave a review. I'd love to know what you get from it, any requests you have. I'm all ears. I'm also happy that the concept of life as an adventure ended up in the 200 spot, because it's a distinction that has helped me immensely, and I hope it'll help you too. In the last episode, we defined the difference between a mission and an adventure. A mission is like a heist film. There's an objective, a plan, a coordinated execution of the plan. And if the plan is not executed appropriately, the objective cannot be completed. It's total failure. On an adventure, on the other hand, you have a sense of your objective, but you do not need to execute a meticulously crafted plan to accomplish that goal. You either purposely don't make a plan or you surrender to the adventure not being planable. Things just sort of arise along the way. So when I approached fixing my lawnmower with a mission perspective, I had certain expectations about how things would go. When those expectations weren't met, there was suddenly a problem. But I created the expectations that birthed the problem that then caused my suffering. And this is how we create our own suffering. We all do this. We crave control and we create unrealistic expectations, and then we get upset when they're not met. When the vast majority of the time, Things don't go the way we plan, like ever. Yet we keep approaching tasks with a mission mentality and we keep suffering as a result. So today, let's try contextualizing life as an adventure. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open up the podcast app, view the full description of this episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. That's why I like this mission versus adventure kind of uh, frame. Because for me, the one of the ways my mind likes to inflict misery on itself, really, is by resisting life as an adventure in the greatest context. Like the fact that I can't make things go the way I want is a depression trigger for my mind. You know, it's like, see, look, see how uncoordinated you are. You go out and you try to fix the mower and you just, it turns out you broke it, right? Like, well, that's one story. 
But if you look at it as an adventure, it's like, well, I went out and tried to do something and some arising things occurred. And because life is, in fact, an adventure, it's easy to observe that. You know, and I think of the uh, Frodo's adventure in The Lord of the Rings, right? The mission was cast the one ring into the fire of Mordor. That's the mission. But the six hours of the movies and the seven or 800 pages of books are about everything that happens on the way to the volcano inside Mordor, right? The actual casting of the ring is 30 seconds and quite insignificant in terms of the story. But the, this, what the story is largely about is who Frodo discovers he is and who he becomes in the process. That's the adventure, right? And there's this um, constant hearkening back to, you know, Sam and Frodo are constantly talking about wanting to go back to the Shire, right? Because in the land of the Shire, there wasn't even awareness of this impending evil and doom that was, you know, they were so insulated. They're like literally on the other side of the map from Mordor, insulated from all of that. And so there's all these lines of, you know, uh, just being a plain hobbit and never getting into any adventures. That's a line directly from the, from the book, right? Never getting into any adventures. The next day is pretty much the same as the one was today and this simple earthly life. And, and then it's discovered that Frodo has this amazing capacity to not be corrupted by the ring. And he's just there for, because everyone else around him, you know, the wise people won't even touch it. And the less wise people will try to take it from him. And so it just sort of lands in his lap. Well, I guess it's my destiny to take it. And so he does. And then that changes him so much that even though through a lot of the middle of the story, there's all this wanting to go back to the earthly pleasures and simplicity of the Shire, what happens in the end? He goes to the undying lands and lives with the elves in this rarefied spiritual realm. If you read the books, you know a little bit more about the undying lands. It's basically the realm of gods. You know, it's, it's a symbol of transcendence. So he goes from the, the total opposite of earth and, you know, and hobbits are the most earthly. Well, maybe you could argue the dwarfs are a little more earthly, but they're kind of too serious, <laughs> right? Hobbits are the most simple earthly dualistic people in, in that realm. And in the end, he goes to live with the elves in the most, you know, with the most rarefied spiritual people in the most rarefied spiritual place, because that's who he became. And in one way, that's who he always was. Because of who he was, he, he, you could argue that Frodo somehow was so unattached to his own ego, you could say, put it in Buddhistic terms, that he was the, the ring bearer. So uh, that so he became he had a state of consciousness like the elves in that way, but the journey showed him that he became someone else in order to fulfill the mission. He didn't know if he had the strength, he didn't know if he had the will, he didn't know if any of it really mattered to him, and he discovers all of this. He faces the ugliness of seeing the golem in himself, his own control, his own grab of the ring. And the, the journey changes him. And then there's this heartbreaking scene at the end where Sam is like, what? What's, where's, where's my best friend going? 
because they had this fantasy together of they'd go back to the Shire and live happily ever after. But Sam didn't really change in the same way as Frodo on the journey. Did in some ways, but not, not to the same degree. So they grew apart in a way. So I say all of this because the bigger the problem, the bigger the project, the more it's calling for you to go on a journey, go on an adventure. And so in business is probably the place where it's most missionized, right? Oh, you need your people to do what you want them to do. So you need some position agreements. You need an org chart. And those are the missions. Well, okay, your mission is to create an org chart. Your mission is to create a vision. Your mission is to create these job descriptions. And then we think that the mission is the thing. But in fact, the journey is the destination. Because if you bought, and people do, if you bought a bunch of job descriptions from someone else who had a you know, energy efficiency company, a solar company, a dry cleaning company, a general contractor, whatever, and they said, well, we've been doing it for 30 years and we've sold these job descriptions to hundreds of businesses just like yours and they are great and it'll save you all sorts of time. Just give me X hundred dollars and I'll hear the, hear the job descriptions are. You achieve the result of the mission, but you circumvent the journey. You circumvent the adventure. And that's why things like this don't work. Because the the more important question is whatever that thing you think you need is, the more important question is, why don't you have it already? Why haven't you created it? What's gotten in the way? Have you created versions of it before that didn't work? Why not? What happened in that along that journey? Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.